Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Calvary Live. So glad you can join in with the program. And our desire is to minister to you through the Word of God and through prayer. And Calvary Live, of course, is the program for the next hour where you, the listener, get to call in and we will have a conversation. You can ask your questions about the Bible or Christian living or how do we view things that we see going on around this? There's a lot of things that go on around this that uh, we wonder about, that brings fear, perhaps some anxiety. Uh, how do we respond to those things? And we, it's important for us to have a good biblical worldview. And so we want to encourage you in that, but also for you to be able to call and ask for prayer. We are in that time of the year, the Christmas season now, and we uh, have all the things that we need to do, and and it's a busy time of the year, but uh, also it can be a very, very stressful time of the year for many that feel isolated, that are lonely, that are going through difficulties or trials in their own lives. And I want to just be able to encourage you and pray for you, so give me a call. You heard that call-in number is 303-690-3000. Grab one of those open lines early. The show goes by quickly, usually uh, the lines fill up as the show progresses, and uh, so grab one of those open lines. Love to talk to you. Those of you who are listening <clears throat> on Grace FM in Colorado and Southern Wyoming, we welcome you. I'd love to hear from you guys. Pray that you're having a wonderful Tuesday. You're listening live on this Tuesday, the last day of November. We're getting ready to head into December, the final month of the year, Christmas season, uh, beginning to think about the new year, 2022. And I just love to continue to just minister to you any way that I can by answering your questions that you ask and then also just praying with you. So give me a call, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And as most of you know, there is a way for you to contact us as well with a question or prayer request. And that is through a dedicated text line. And that's 720-336-0897. Give me a call. Let's talk about the Lord. Let's go to the word of the Lord. Let's go to his throne in in time of need as you call with your prayer request, 303-690-3000. The text line, 720-336-0897. My name is Jeff Biggs of Calvary Chapel Greeley. I pastor the church here. Next month, it'll be 26 years that uh, my wife and I and two small kids came up, and we started the church, and God has been so graceful and so merciful and so good to us to allow us to be here for all these years and to minister in this community. And so um, we are just very blessed by that. 303-690-3000. we got all open lines. Give me a call. Pray you're doing well. Also, I'd like to welcome all those who are listening in on Hope FM and Truth FM on the East Coast, uh, Radio by Grace, any other radio network that you are listening to. 
Uh, you are a week delayed as you're listening on those radio programs, those those radio networks to Calvary Live. But you can call in. You'll talk to me live, and then you will listen to it next week in the week delayed. So so glad to be a part of your lives. Been talking to people from all over the country, from the East Coast and down South and, and all over. So it's such a blessing to be able to have this technology that connects us together. So give me a call, all open lines. Grab one of those open lines. Let's talk about the Lord. I want to answer your questions the best I know how to encourage you uh, to be a blessing. Those of you who are listening, perhaps as you make your way home, or maybe you're just uh, at the office, or uh, maybe you're relaxing right now, um, give me a call at 303-690-3000 if you're able. The text line is 720-336-0897. I want to read to you from Psalm 57 that the psalmist David writes when he fled from Saul. He's hiding in the cave, and he writes, inspired by God, of course, Be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me. For my soul trusts in you, and in the shadow of your wings I will make re- refuge until these calamities have passed by. And I will cry out to God Most High, to God who performs all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me. He reproaches the one who would swallow me up, and God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. And so I pray that's an encouragement, because perhaps as you have calamities that are going on in your life, to know that uh, the Lord is merciful and that we can... uh, hide and put ourselves under the shadow of his wings. He is our refuge, and that we can cry out to the Most High God who performs all these things for us. He sees us, he loves us, and uh, we want to be able to pray for you. And sometimes we feel like hiding in a cave or just isolating ourselves. We don't want to isolate ourselves from the Lord, but we don't want to isolate ourselves from other Christians as well. So if I can pray for you, please give me a call, 303-690-3000. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to the text messages, and we'll wait for the phone lines to start ringing and the calls to come in. So grab one of those open lines as I answer this text question. It came in and says, how can I share with people that say that the Bible was written by man and not by God. And there are those who will say that. Uh, Actually, we were actually talking about this a little bit on Sunday in our Sunday service, uh, that sometimes people will will challenge us, and and they'll say, well, the Bible isn't true, it was written by man, uh, and it's been changed a lot. And I always encourage people when somebody says that, that we can engage in conversation and ask them, why do you say that? And usually it's because, well, because somebody, a friend said this, or a group of friends were talking about it. They don't have any good reason why they believe that it was written by man, or the Bible has been changed, or they just heard, or maybe perhaps uh, somebody who's very negative uh, and skeptic about the Scripture said that. But we have answers for them, and we can tell them that the Scriptures are written by God, that the Scriptures tells that. And in Peter, he writes about how that no prophecy or scriptures ever uh, is written and produced by the will of man, but as the Holy Spirit moved those men to write these things down. And we know that uh, Paul would also, he would say, 
that as he was aware that his writings were inspired by God in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, he spoke uh, in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit. And we can have resources that we can give to people that really show us, because that's one of the questions that I had. How do we know that the Bible's true? How can we trust the Bible? And we can uh, go to those answers, and we can trust the Bible through the historical accuracy, through the ancient manuscripts, through the prophecies that are given that were fulfilled to the letter. That's what really was powerful to me, that, you know, here God dared to predict the future and all those prophecies that, for example, concerning the first coming of Jesus Christ were fulfilled to the letter. Every prophecy in detail fulfilled. And it's amazing um, as we look at the prophetic, uh, you know, um, scripture that is given to us. And so there's a lot of good reasons to know that all scripture is inspired, that is God-breathed, put to the page, and is profitable for us. And we can show people that, and we can have that conversation. So, you know, you can, a lot of apologetic books that are out there, Evidence That Demands a Verdict, Josh McDowell, uh, Norman Geisler uh, is a very good apologist, Ron Rhodes, uh, written books. Those are good resources to look at uh, for you to to answer people. And people do got questions, and sometimes they're sincere in it, sometimes they're not sincere in those questions. Hey, we got an open line, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Send me a text, um, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Jason in Aurora. Jason? Yeah, hi. You're on Calvary Live. Yeah, I was just calling in uh, for a prayer request, and uh, on Wednesday I had got, gotten some news that, that I got a terminal cancer diagnosis. Oh, and okay. it was just really surprising because you know, I've had yeah. five surgeries, two rounds of BCG treatment, one round of chemotherapy, some rounds of immunotherapy. Mm-hmm. Man, we're just, you know, living by faith the whole time, really hoping, you know, I mean, who doesn't want the miracle, you know? I mean, we're all right. wanting the miracle, exactly. but I know he doesn't heal everybody, so it's more I just want to—I don't want my will. I just want his will, and just more Yeah, he's providing peace and comfort for me, and— I guess my real thing is, you know, I mean, I got a son and a wife, and so, and I know God has a yeah a soft a soft spot for yeah. widows, yeah, he does, and orphans. So I know mm-hmm. he'll take care of them. It's just, you know, you you'd like to be there and love your family a little longer, and sometimes yeah. it just doesn't work out that way. But I sure wouldn't mm-hmm. mind some prayer that. I know Absolutely. he he seems to come in in clutch situations. Daniel in the lion's den. He didn't take him out. Yeah. He just shut the lion's mouth. You know, me, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. He didn't yeah. take him out the fire. He went in the fire with him. So, right. I mean, it's and just Jason, kind of I want to. Yeah, emotional. yeah. Absolutely, because that's devastating news and very difficult news. And and you you know, as I hear you, you know that as you've gone through this, as you said, walked by faith, but you begin to think about your family, your wife and um, your son, and you begin to to realize that this life is short. And you mentioned Daniel, that Daniel and the lion's den, and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and you know that the Lord is with you. But also Daniel says that he holds every breath that we take in his hands. And I just want to remind you that that God has the final say, and we're going to pray for you. But as you continue 
you know, in this journey that I'm just going to pray that the Lord will comfort you and the Lord will strengthen you and um, that you'll sense his presence. We're going to pray that if it's his will to 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 bring that healing, um, we know that the diagnosis isn't good, but also to just work in your family to give you a peace that he's going to take care of your family and that he loves you and he's with you and, you know, that eternal plan. And when we're faced with that, which we don't understand, to fall back in the things that we do understand, and that is his love and his presence and his promises. And, Lord, I just pray for Jason. I, I hear his heart, and I, I just can't imagine um, what he's going through. And, and, of course, it's emotional. And being concerned for his wife and his son, as he's told the news, he has terminal cancer. He's gone through so much with five surgeries and everything else that he's gone through. But, Lord, his life belongs to you, and you're the one that holds every breath he takes in your hand, Lord. And you have the final say. And even though the Scripture says, teach us the number of days and our life is but a vapor, I just pray if it's your will that you would touch his body and that you'd strengthen him. And Lord, that um, whatever your will is, because that's what I hear from Jason, whatever your will is, and that is the prayer of a mature Christian. And Lord, I pray that you'd just be with him as the time that he has with his wife and son. And Lord, that they would stay focused on you that we have a living hope, not a dead hope, but a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but be with them during this difficult time. And I pray that there be those brothers and sisters that would be able to surround them and just bless them and be with them. And Lord, that um, they would sense your presence in a more real way, in a powerful way than ever before. Give them a peace that passes understanding. And Lord, give them joy inexpressible as they look to you and turn to you. I just pray for Jason. I pray that you minister to him in every way and to his family. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you Jason, for praying. And I really just want absolutely. to finish well and, you know, do it do it right. You know, yeah. I know he's got a plan for everything. and He does. It's just weird when, his, you know, the plans you have and maybe his plans yeah. aren't lining up. Of course, we're human. We're like, we want it our way. But I'm like, no, I want to yield to his his greater understanding that he's got to know something I don't know. Well, certainly he yeah. does, but that, you know, and Jason, he's going to, he's going to honor that. He's going to honor that. And he's going to bless your heart. And, you know, just you telling me that, you know, ministers to me, um, that it's telling me that you are going to finish strong. And of course we go through those times where we waver and we become weak and we become overwhelmed. Again, I've never faced what you have faced, but just to keep moving forward in that and trusting in him and resting in his love. And and he is going to work in, in your life right now, what time you have here, and in just an incredible way. So, you know, you calling just really has touched my heart, your, your heart and your mindset, and uh, it has ministered to me. So, and we're going to keep praying for you, Jason, and for your wife and for your son. And I do want to just say, too, that yesterday one of my coworkers decided to give mm-hmm. his life to Jesus, and we prayed. And so it was like in the midst of all this, God is still working. And it's like, man, he takes he you on these high mountaintops, and I'm trying to avoid mm-hmm. the valleys. But just as a praise report, that the kingdom has yeah. added one more yesterday. So hallelujah for that. Amen. 
Amen. Yeah. And the other thing, Jason, and I'll let you go, is one day we're going to all stand together, as Revelation chapter 19 says, and we're going to say together, righteous and true are your judgments, O Lord. Righteous and true are your decisions. Right on, Lord. And he has an eternal you know, perspective and views and what he's doing in our lives that we don't fully understand. But I can't wait to that day when we're all standing together and say, righteous and true are your decisions. So God's using you, and um, he's going to continue to use you. It is. Hey, God bless you, Jason. We pray, okay? Thanks for the prayer. I appreciate you. You bet, Jason. 303-690-3000. When somebody hangs up, you know there's an open line. and uh, So hard, but even in the midst of the difficulty, Jason ministered to me. And I know to a lot of you as well. And so if you need prayer, give me a call, 303-690-3000. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Nick in Commerce City. Nick? Hey, Pastor Jeff. Hey, welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, Yeah, this is crushing to hear Jason. and But it was you know, to hear his peace and his faith through that uh, that news that he just got. I was down there at Calvary Aurora this weekend, and Pastor Ed uh, had called out for someone. That, he felt someone had a prayer, and then someone had an exhortation, and I felt the Lord put on my heart. And I feel I just want to pass this on to him, too. And I felt the Lord give me to the church, um, fear not, believe only for I am with you. And I just want to pass that on to him and have him pass that on to his family. And I had called you last week about, uh, I remember uh, I saw an accident and I stopped to help the gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I'm calling because just to give an update on that and some encouragement, even to the listeners listening out there and, me and my wife were working out in the yard the other day, and the mail came, and I received a card. And the gentleman that I helped, somehow he got my address because he was trying to give me money and all that, and we run a business, and he got yeah. my phone number off of the van, and so he probably got it through there. And I just want to read the card and okay. <clears throat> just, like I said, give a praise report on that. And just even how Jason said, you know, there's another one added to the kingdom, and like, we don't yeah. know what God is doing behind the scenes. Like when Moses uh, was trying yeah. to feed all them people and asking God, what are we going to do? You know, take the fish out of the sea. And he had all those quail that he didn't know about, you know. Yeah. And so I just pray that there is something up God's sleeve that Jason doesn't know about that he would, you know, come and, yeah. like you said, touch yeah. his body or and yeah. heal him. Absolutely. Or even yeah. when he takes him home, just give his family yeah. peace and yeah that we know that the true journey begins when we uh, take the last breath here yeah, and first breath there. So yeah. I don't want to take so, up too much time. I will read you this card. It says, Dear Nick, I think you might be a guardian angel. I just wanted to thank you in writing for being such a thoughtful and caring Christian man and putting your life on hold to see if I was okay and letting me use your cell phone to call 911 and try to call my work. After you dropped me off at my work, I found out that indeed the phones and internet were down at work, so it was your phone wasn't a problem. You know, they say the Lord works in mysterious ways, like how could he have allowed 9-11 to happen? 
I feel like things happen for a reason, and the fact I wasn't killed or broke any bones or needed any medical attention for that matter is a sign of something. And the fact that you happen to be there to help me out, out of the sheer goodness of your heart and faith tells me that I need to go on. My time to quit is not now. I was thinking of quitting my job within a few weeks after all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being you with much appreciation, Brad. That's great. Yeah, and that's an encouragement, Nick, because I remember we talked about was at the end of the show of how we have those divine appointments and to be open to that and be flexible in that. And, you know, I'm sure you probably already thought about this, but, you know, he wrote you a note, and that's very unusual because a lot of people don't even write notes today um, for him to do that. And has given you an open door to converse with them to make sure that he knows the gospel, to just say thank you for the note, I'm glad to be able to stop, you know, and to say I just want to tell you that Jesus loves you and died for you, and I'm sure you're thinking about all these things and how God's working in that situation, but it starts with just simple acts of, you know, taking the time to to minister to people, to talk with them, um, letting our busy schedules get interrupted at times, you know, whether you stopped for an accident, made sure that he was able to use the phone. You know, it might be somebody in the store that just you haven't seen for a while or, you know, as you're out to be able to minister to them and then open doors for further conversation, which it looks like you do. So I really appreciate that praise report, Nick, and following through. And I know that you're going to follow through with him and share with him the gospel and, and God's goodness and, and mercy and all of that. So I appreciate it, Nick. Yes, and I appreciate you, all you pastors, for all week you guys study the Word, and you bring to us what God has taught you. I know there's some things that you have to keep back, that nuggets, and that God fills your cup up just for you guys, but the most of it you bring and deliver to us. And I just want to thank you, Pastor Jeff, and all the pastors that teach You're the welcome. truth in the Word you know, for putting your life on the line, greater love has no man than this thing. He lays down his life. You guys lay down your life to bring us the gospel, what God gives you. And we're just so thankful for that in this station. Well, thank you. I appreciate the encouragement. We're but mere men, but we're very grateful that God uses us, not because of us, but in spite of us. And it's a privilege to do that. So Nick, hey, stay in touch. Um, God bless you. Appreciate your call and following up what we talked about last week. So Have a great evening, all right? You too. Thank you. All right, Nick. God bless you. That was such a great story that he told, and I'm so glad that he followed up. Hey, 303, uh, I believe we got a couple open lines, one open line. Um, 303-690-3000, if you want to grab that open line, and text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Rudy in Denver. Rudy. Hello, Pastor. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I called today for uh, for a prayer request on you know my emotions of uh, just never really happened to me any year before, but around this time of anxiety, and I just I know why it is. Just a little bit of money's a little different this year. It's a little different this year for a lot of people. I understand. Yeah. And I've brought this, you know, to the Lord. My as my feet hit the ground, my knees are immediately following, you know, in prayer in the morning when I get up. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I'm just so much to be grateful for, but 
just this year, I just feel like I ain't going to be able to provide for the many people that I usually do in the years before. Yeah. Presents and gifts, you know, I mean, Christmas is going to be here before you know it. It'll be yeah, before you it know is. It and there's just, it's not a, it's, I understand it's not about the materialism thing. It's all about Jesus, the birth of Jesus, and celebrate his life. And, and my yeah. family, we're, we're stoked about that. And, but it's just good give to give. I mean, there's family members that I, I feel are not going to get some gifts from me, and I feel anxiety over it bad. Yeah. And I, you know, I just, it's different this year, and I just, I'm not going to do anything that's going to take me away from my walk with the Lord. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, like you drinking or finding out options of making money that was not righteous, you know, and I gave all that away and I turned my back and I was repentant when I got saved and I've kept with it. And, but I know he'll provide, but I just wanted some prayer to let me call you guys. And yeah, so absolutely. And it can't be that time of the year where we can get anxious. And I think that as you think about, because you care for your family members, Rudy, you care for them. You want to give to them. And, and this is, something that means a lot to you. And I think for a lot of us as Christians, we want to be able to give. It isn't about the material things, but just to show our love and support for them. And the Lord's going to show you how to do that in a different way. But I think he's going to honor your heart as you say that, you know what, I don't want to be taken away from the joy. We speak about this time of year of gladness of heart and peace, you know, and and joy to the world and all this. And it only comes from him. And I believe that the Lord is going to be faithful in showing you that. As Father, I just pray for my brother. I, I, I'm always glad to hear from him and how he's turned his life to you and trusting in you. And um, he may not be able to give gifts, uh, presents uh, to some of his family that he cares for and showing his that he cares and his love for them. But Lord, that you would just minister to him and how he can give to them in other ways. And Lord, that um, as we get anxious, we can get anxious for a lot of reasons, sometimes for things we don't fully understand, just the season itself. But, Lord, that we don't have to be anxious, but through prayer and with thanksgiving, give our request to you, and the peace of God that passes understanding will guard our hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. I pray that you work that in Rudy's life and that you would bless him and his family and, Lord, that they would perceive your presence this Christmas and joy more than ever. And, Lord, I know that my brother, that uh, he may not be able to financially work it out to give the gifts, but I know that he has your love, and he can talk about the free gift of salvation, the greatest gift given to us, and that is your son you gave freely that died for our sins and went to a cross and provided eternal life and so, Lord, I just pray that you would fill Rudy with your joy, with your love, with your spirit, with your wisdom this Christmas season, and they, him and his family, his precious family, would truly enjoy the season and the joy of the season and have a gladness of heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. I'm spreading the word you is bet, what brother. I will do. Thank you so much. I, I know you will. I got confidence in that. Hey, thanks, brother. Good to hear from you. All right. Hey, we're getting ready to um, go to break before too long. Um, so we got a couple people holding. We got an open line. And so uh, we will get to those phone calls in just a couple minutes. 
as we're going to be heading to break. But I do want to remind you that it is um, Giving Tuesday, and to support your local Christian radio station, for those of you listening on Grace FM, support Grace FM. It is such a blessing to so many along the Front Range and up in the southern Wyoming. And then also, if you're listening on Hope or Truth, Radio by Grace, whatever uh, radio station network that you're listening to, support that local radio station. Bless them, support them. As the Word of God goes over the airwaves, it is so needed, it is powerful, and and we need to continue to support Christian radio. So just wanted to, to have you consider that on, on Giving Tuesday. Support your local ministry, your church. Invest in the kingdom of God. Hey, we're going to be right back. Got an open line, 303-690-3000. Grab it, and we'll be back after the break. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to Calvary Live, the second half of the show. So glad that you've joined in and are listening to us wherever you're from, whether you're listening on Grace FM, you're listening live, if you're online listening uh, you're listening live on this Tuesday afternoon or evening, wherever you're listening from. We have people that are listening um, to all, uh, listening from all over the country, and so glad you joined in. Also on Hope and Truth FM, Radio by Grace. As I mentioned right before the break, this is uh, Giving Tuesday. Give to local radio, to your Christian radio network that you listen to. It is so needed. We need the gospel and the Word of God to go across the airwaves um, in this nation, and uh, available really as um, those websites are available, Grace FM website and all of that uh, that touches people. we got people that tune into this program from different parts of the world. So uh, be sure to invest in the kingdom. And that's what you're doing when you give. You are investing in the kingdom of God. And so, um, you know, we need to invest in the kingdom, and uh, we have opportunity to do that. We're going to go to the phone lines. They are full, but when somebody hangs up, you got an open line, 303-690-3000. Let me give you that text number again, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Eddie in Memphis, Tennessee. Eddie? Hey. Hey, thanks for holding. Uh, th- thank you. I, I listen to Grace, uh, Grace FM in Memphis all the time, and I, he- I hear you uh, uh, when you do your— our hourly session mm-hmm. and uh uh I, I i called in for a prayer request because uh my wife passed away in october of 2019 and i was basically all alone i you know trying to struggling mm-hmm. to survive and uh her insurance came and I called the hometown where I grew up, and and I found a job, and my Good. church up there helped me find a trailer, and I'm getting ready to move this Saturday, the fourth of December. Okay. And my niece and my sister have been supportive about, you know, they're going, they're coming down to help me load and drive back up to Ohio. I just uh, wanted to see if you, uh, 
you know, have a prayer request Perhaps. that our trip would go safe because everything everything seemed to fall into place uh, through mm-hmm. God's will, and I'm hoping that it is God's will that I move back to my home. Yeah, absolutely, and we're going to be pray for you. And um, first of all, sorry for your loss of your wife, and um, you know that season of grieving that you've gone through. But it's it you know God's working and He's provided um, the funds for you to move back uh, your hometown. You have family, a niece, a sister that's going to help you, that's supporting you. Um, you've had a church, and that's what's so wonderful to hear a church that has helped you. And, uh, and it, it, it was actually yeah. the church I was first baptized in. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah that they, is, they've, uh, they've, uh, given me a place to volunteer on Saturdays and Sundays whenever to help okay. like the homeless and to help, uh, people with rent and food. Yeah. And it's, Absolutely. it's so important for me to get back to that church because when I walk mm-hmm. in that church, I just, I just open my arms up and. I look at the ceiling and I say, God, I'm home. Yeah, it's family. And that's the way the it, church makes me feel. That That's the way it should be. So glad to hear that. The church is so important, and to hear of that support. And Eddie, I want to pray for you that you get there, and God just blesses you and continues to bring comfort to you and provide for you. As Father, I pray for Eddie. Uh, and thank you that he's heard the program. And Lord, I just pray that you would, um, that you would just... Uh, provide safe travels, uh, that his niece and sister would be able to get there and help and get everything loaded up. There'd be no problems. There'd be no breakdowns or anything like that, adverse weather, but they'd have smooth sailing to Ohio where he's going. And I just pray that he gets settled in. And I thank you for the testimony that he's given of his church that has helped and has loved him and uh, opened up their arms to him. I just pray that you would uh, just bless him as he's with the brethren, that he would be used of you to minister to others, um, even as he's gone through his own hurt and has his own needs, that that you are using him to to minister to those in need. I pray that you would bless Eddie in every way and that he would just continue to grow in your love and in your comfort and in your strength and provision. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, hey, Eddie. You don't, you don't understand. You don't realize how much more it, it means to me that you were the one that prayed for me. Because, like I said, I, I listen to you on the radio every day. Well, God bless you. Keep listening. Thank keep you. growing. Okay, stay God in touch too. All right. Okay. God bless you. Bye. Praying for Eddie and people in transition, and it's it's amazing how God works. Uh, in our lives and how he's worked for Eddie. Just love to hear the testimonies that I've heard today of how God is working through, you know, the brethren and even through the challenges and the losses and the difficulties and sickness and sorrow. God is still faithful and he's still working. He's working when we feel like he's not working. And I know those feelings when we can think, Lord, are you there? Are you still working? Are you still ministering? Oh, he loves us so much and he is. And uh, we can look to him. And just as I read in the Psalms, you know, that uh, David wrote when he was hiding, you know, in his calamities and difficulties, saying, my soul trusts in you, and in the shadow of your wings I will make my refuge. 
the Lord is our refuge. He's our provider. He's everything that that we need. And I just want to encourage you in that because there's a lot of eddies out there and others that are out there that God is just going to work for you and provide for you and, and just humbled that get to talk with you and to be able to pray with you and minister to you. So, hey, we got an open line. So 303-690-3000. Let's go to Valerie in Denver. Valerie? Hi, Pastor. Hey, thanks for holding. Uh, no problem. So I just wanted to um, ask for prayer uh, for my husband, Mike, and uh, specifically for my marriage. Um, we've been having some um, marital um, battles, if you will, lately, um, and all of them have, of course, been spiritual. Um, a lot of it is him uh, pushing back on the Lord, pushing back on the things of the Lord, um, and me refusing to compromise or to um, allow compromising um, in our home. And um, so that's been a lot of the battle um, quite a bit. Um, and yesterday, uh, things uh, there was an argument again and, and things, and uh, him expressing wanting to have things a certain way of, of having some freedom for himself and that kind of thing. And and anyway, he took off around noon, and um, I haven't seen him since. So I know okay. that he is physically safe. Um, I don't question that. Uh, he has a close family member that's in contact with him. Um, so it's not that he's a missing person. Um, but I just, I've asked him to he's... come home since yesterday um, to please come home and so we can talk and work things out. And he refused. Um, and last okay. night was the first night that he did not come home and still hasn't called or texted or anything. So um, just praying that he does come home eventually and would be willing to work on things um, yeah. and just want to pray. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so sorry, Valerie, you're going through this, but we're going to pray. The Lord knows exactly where he's at. The Lord knows exactly what he's wrestling with and struggling with. And Father, I just pray, Lord, for him. I pray for Mike, wherever he's at, that you would, Lord, get a hold of his heart. That, Lord, the things that are blinding him, the the hardness that's there, the whatever it, that he's going through, struggling with, um, the carnal fleshly desires, you know everything. And Lord, I just pray that you would just break him down, that you would humble him, that he would come home. He would come home and that he would talk with Valerie, that they would be able to work and move forward in a life that is pleasing to you, that he would understand that he has such an incredible role and responsibility in being the head of the wife and the head of his home. And Lord, that you would help him to see that and that he would come to that point somehow as he is humbled, that, that he would want to please you and take on that role and responsibility with your help. I pray for Valerie, you be with her Lord in a time of uncertainty as she's waiting that Lord, that you give her the strength she needs as she stands firm for you, as she stands firm for the ways that you would have her to live, that, Lord, that um, that you would just honor that and bless her. And, Lord, I do pray for restoration in this marriage. I pray for a coming together in the Lord. I pray for working it out. Lord, just for Mike, um, and I pray that you would just minister to him in every way that needs to be where he can come home and he can minister to his wife, 
restore the marriage and be the head of his home in the way that you've called him. And you know where he's at, Lord. I just pray that um, that you would reach down and do that work and in a very supernatural way, Lord. And we just pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you, Pastor. You bet, Valerie. I'm going to be praying, okay? I'm so sorry. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. So hard. Hey, 303 690 We've got two open lines now, so we've got plenty of time in the show. I'd love to pray with you and answer your questions and um, just converse with you and encourage you any way that we can. Let's see if Larry is still holding. Larry, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Larry yeah, had, thanks for taking my call. Hey, uh, sorry, I have a raspy voice today. I'm a little hoarse. Um, that, Jeff, that, my question is about the rapture. <clears throat> and a friend of mine, uh, and he had heard someone talk about the rapture, <clears throat> and he said those people who are raptured, who have trusted Christ on faith, are raptured. The people who had heard about Christ, maybe they had read the gospel, but had not received Christ, who are still here because they don't get raptured, they do not have a second chance because they're like the five virgins who were locked out because their lamps weren't their lamps weren't prepared. Right. You know, I don't know agree with that or not, but I thought I just bounced it off of you. And yeah. it is kinda and like I... on this side you accept Christ on faith. On the other side yeah. of the rapture what a what an amazing sign that's going to be! So they're going to have this big sign. Uh, yeah. That well, obviously it's true. So we're going to accept Christ real quick and before it's too yeah. late, so that we get raptured the next time or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think you're asking a really important question, Larry, um, because when you read that parable in Matthew chapter 25 of the wise and foolish uh, maidens, there's. When you read parables, some people like to come up with a lot of theology in those parables, and but there's always a main thrust in the parable, in every parable that you read. And the main thrust and the main emphasis, that is, of that parable is that Jesus says, you be ready because the Son of Man comes in an hour that you do not know. So the whole emphasis of that parable is being prepared for the coming of the Lord. It follows chapter 24 at the end of, after Jesus talks about when he comes back in the second coming, that every eye will see him, that it will be like lightning flashing from the east to the west. Then he goes on and he says in Matthew chapter 24, and it's a repeated theme that be watching, be waiting, because I come in an hour that you do not know. Um, And that is repeated, and then he uses a parable to emphasize that in chapter 25. So in that chapter, the main emphasis is that watch therefore, for you know neither the day or the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Now, to get back to your question about if the rapture happened, because I've had some people ask this, um, that you heard the gospel and you didn't receive it, and the rapture happens, and then you have no chance. I don't see that in the scriptures. I know there's going to be strong delusion. I know that there's going to be people that are going to give their allegiance to the Antichrist, but I also know there's going to be a, a mighty revival as well. We know that from Revelation chapter 7, 144,000 that are going to be evangelists. We know that there's the two witnesses in Revelation chapter 11 that are going to be in Jerusalem. We know that an angel is going to preach the everlasting gospel. And, and I believe that people are going to come to Christ. 
the Lord's not going to reject anyone who wants to come to him and um, who truly makes a confession. Now, they will go through, they're the tribulation saints, they'll go through tremendous persecution, you know, they'll go through tremendous trials, but there will be many that will come to Christ in the tribulation period. The only time that I see that a person cannot come to salvation is that angel that proclaims in Revelation chapter 14 that if you take the mark of the beast, that's the announcement, the warning is given, that if you take the mark of the beast, then there's no hope of salvation. But it's not to the person who, you know, because I've witnessed to a lot of family members, I've, you know, we have messages to give. The 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 gospel's still going to be there, and it's going to continue to go out, and the presence of the Holy Spirit uh, is going to be there in the tribulation period. So I think, believe, I believe that people can come to the Lord in the tribulation period, and they will come to the Lord, except those who take the mark of the beast. They will have no hope of salvation, according to Revelation chapter 14. Does that make some sense? When you think about it, it's not just the rapture that will be a sign. There's all kinds of signs that are going to occur. Yeah. Uh, like the, the Antichrist, this charismatic dude that shows up, that's got the whole world yeah. following. Yeah, yeah. And you br- you're breaking up a little bit, Larry, but there is. And, you know, Bibles are going to be left. Messages are going to be left. I even know people that have little boxes of, you know, if the rapture happens for their family. So, uh, you know, I know that the the Word of God uh, and, uh, the you know, the presence of the Holy Spirit. Now, in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, when it tells us that he who restrains will continue to do so until he's taken out of the way, then the Antichrist will be revealed— that it's speaking, I believe, of the presence of the Holy Spirit in the church. When the church is gone, um, you know, the Holy Spirit is omnipresent. The Holy Spirit is everywhere, and it's going to be working, people coming to Christ during that time. Um, So um, there's other signs, like you said, that are going to be, um, you know, people are going to open up their Bibles, hopefully, and start reading the book of Revelation and see the man riding on the white horse and, and all these things. But we also know that there's going to be many that are going to rebel against the Lord. Um, so it's just, um, you know, I'm thankful for God's grace and mercy that will be extended in the tribulation period, even though those tribulation saints. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing you got to think about, Larry, that the the Jews as a nation are going to be saved spiritually. They've been rejecting Christ. You know, blindness has come to them in part for the last 2,000 years. But yet, salvation is going to come to them, right? So that makes sense. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate yeah. it. Very good answer. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Larry. Appreciate your call. Good question. So, all right, got all open lines. So, kind of a long answer to a, a good question. Love those questions. All open lines three zero three six nine zero three thousand. Text line is seven two zero three three six. 0897. So just want to be able to pray with you. Got time for a call. Um, All right, just seeing where I'm at. Hey, um, I want to remind you of a couple things. Number one is that the prayer line is a 24 7, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week prayer line. So you can use that text number that I just gave you. 720-336-0897. 720-336-0897. Anywhere in the country, you can text in a prayer request, 
and there will be the prayer team, the staff at Calvary Church in Aurora that will be praying for you, reading those. And I think that's just a, a neat ministry, especially during the holiday season, the Christmas season, as we head into the new year. And use that anytime, and people will be praying for you. So uh, that's a 24-7 um, you know, prayer line uh, for you to prayer uh, to 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 text in a prayer request it's for texting only. The other thing too is um, just the conversations that I've had with people today, even on the radio, reminds me how there can be a lot of anxiety during the Christmas season. And for a lot of us, it's a joyous time of the year. It can be a very busy time of the year. But a couple of things I want to remind you of while we got a little bit of time on the show. Number one is. Be praying about us. We're heading into December. Most churches are doing Christmas Eve services. We're doing three of them uh, on Christmas Eve, and we posted those times on our website, calvarychapelgreeley.org. And then New Year's Eve, we're having a prophecy update that I am doing as we're going to be looking at the signs around us that point to the soon return of Jesus Christ. But in that, think about who you might invite to Christmas Eve service. More people are open to go to a Christmas Eve service than any other time. And I think even during this time where COVID is still a factor, we're hearing about Omicron, you know, variant and all of this, um, you know, just pray about who you can minister to, uh, who you might invite, or or at least, you know, invite them to watch the service um, if they're hesitant to come out and, and be with people. But most pastors are are getting their times to where they can spread out those different multiple services and invite somebody out and and be able to to have them hear the wonderful news that light came to this world, the dark world, and want to be able to encourage you in that. So Christmas Eve services coming here at Calvary Chapel Greeley. We have three at noon, two, and four o'clock. And then New Year's Eve prophecy update. Really looking forward to it. And very quickly, and then we're going to go to the phone lines again, is that I am going to um go and do starting on December 12th a four week series on moving forward in difficult days because I think a lot of anxiety is with people a lot of fear has been brought to us again we hear about this variant the economy all these different things and I'm going to do four part series on Sunday mornings the 12th the 19th the 26th which is Christmas weekend and then the 2nd of January which is New Year's weekend on a four-part series on moving forward in difficult days, the priority of the Word of God in prayer. Number two, week two, is making godly decisions. Week three, being strong and courageous. And then week four, on New Year's Eve, run your your race well. Run your race well. So I hope you can join us for that. Those of you that are in the Greeley area, love to be able to encourage you in that way. Hey, let's go to Kelly in Windsor. Hi, Kelly. Hello, Pastor. Hello, How are Pastor you? Jeff. I'm yeah, great. you're on Calvary Live. Yeah, go ahead. Pastor, is about the rapture. After the rapture, you know, follow up on the earlier question. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we will have second chance for those one that's still here. What about those? They they were gone already. They passed away, and they did not accept Jesus. Will they have a second chance? No, they won't have a second chance, and that's a good question, um, because the Bible says that it's appointed once for man to die, and then the judgment. So anyone who has, you know, breathed their last and closed their eyes, there is no second chance. There's no purgatory. There's, you know, um, 
no second chance. There's no reincarnation. It is now is that's why the Bible says, Kelly, that today is the day of salvation, that that decision needs to be made now and it can't be made after you die. So um, those who are in Christ, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And then those who um, are uh, not uh, believers, who have rejected the gospel, that they will stand at the end of the uh, millennium reign at the great white throne judgment, and they will be cast in the outer darkness. And that's why it's so sobering. It, it, you know, there's eternal consequences for the decisions that we make now, but there is no second chances. Now, in this life, the Lord is a God of second chances. There are people that reject him, and, and but once we die, then there is no second chance. And uh, so that's why we want to keep praying for people. Maybe you've witnessed to a family member or a friend, and they said, no, I don't want Christ. They've rejected it. Keep praying. Because the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is one who's rejected Christ when they get to the end of their life, and and then they die without being a believer. So um, it's appointed once for man to die and then the judgment. Okay? Okay. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. Have a good night. Hi. You, thanks, thanks for calling, Kelly. Very important question that you ask. And we, we want people, Kelly, just real quick, and I know uh, you asked your question, but we want people to understand that. We want people, you know, to understand that this is, today is the day of salvation. Now's the time. There is no second chances. Because I've had a few people say, well, I'll go to purgatory. There's no purgatory. That's a man-made doctrine. Or I'll have a second chance, or whatever the case may be. Or I'll have family members pray me out of whatever purgatory, whatever. There, there's none of that. It is now is the time in this lifetime to come to Christ. So we want to make sure that people understand that. Okay? Kelly, thank you for calling. Hey, um, we're about at the end of the show. I just want to pick up on that, that as we head towards Christmas, that we want to be able to give that message. Um, we want to be able to give that message of Jesus came to this world to give us hope. And uh, he is our hope, and uh, we want to give that message. There was a reason why he came, uh, and that is to go to the cross and die for our sins. And and he is our salvation. He brings us into right relationship with the Father. It was in that upper room that he said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. He did not say that he was a way. He is the way, the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. And I was just reading in Second Timothy as I was preparing for uh, this lesson and series that I'm going to do, is that Paul would say to Timothy, as Paul is writing his last words, and he's in that dungeon in Rome, he's in an awful place, and as he's writing, he says to him that, you know, don't be ashamed of the gospel, Timothy. And he goes on to say that hold fast the sound words that I have spoken to you, and we must continue in the scriptures. And so these are things that I want to encourage you in as we head towards Christmas, that it can be a time of busyness, and there's shopping to do, there's, you know, cards to get out, perhaps, there's projects to be done, there's baking to be done, uh, planning, all sorts of things. Um, But may we take the time to really just marvel at that incredible, credible event that took place 2,000 years ago. You know, the world was experiencing difficult days. People were afraid. Um, People were living in fear because of Rome, because the emperor made a decree, 
uh, to register for new taxes. Uh, everybody was in transition. Herod the Great was ruthless there in Judea. We know that the religious leaders were overbearing to the people. And all of a sudden, born on that night in a little town in Bethlehem, the house of bread is what Bethlehem means. All of a sudden was the bread of life that came. And the announcement is he was born and placed in that manger. He wasn't born in the palaces of Rome, but he was born in that little out-of-the-way place. And as we know, that the angel said to those shepherds that don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And that's the message that we have to give to others because a lot of people are afraid around us, and you may be even afraid. And to know this, that there is good tidings of great joy, which will be to not just you shepherds, not just to the people of Israel, but to all people, that Jesus Christ was born, the Savior of the world, Christ the Lord. And may we keep that dear to our hearts this Christmas, and may we ponder that. You know, Mary, as she put little... Jesus in that what's wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. It says that she kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And may we ponder those things in our heart as well. So God bless you. Had a great, great show. Pray that you just keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep growing in the word of the Lord. Keep going to the Lord in the season that we're in. And watch the Lord work and bless and encourage you and strengthen you. God bless you. Calvary Live will be back tomorrow at this same time. Have a great evening. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.